Broadcasting from the Dum Drum Town Centre. This is Dublin South FM. Hello and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Purcell who's given us the last hour with Mike at the Mic. Dan, um, very sad evening for us this evening. Uh, we're going to dedicate this show to Megan. We sadly lost Dan. Indeed. Um, she sadly passed away unexpectedly uh, during the week. Um, and yeah, just we're we're all in everybody um the new are just in complete shock so we're we're sending our deepest condolences out to Sean um his family and Megan and her family as well um and we'd like to play our first song this evening which is Adele make you feel my love for Megan and there we have Adele and uh make you feel my love picked by Sean um I rang him up today and asked him um, would it be okay for us to play a, a tribute to Megan and he said yes and I asked him what kind of music um, she was into and he immediately without hesitation said Adele and picked that song. Lovely, she's been really late to rest tomorrow. Yep. Uh, 2 p.m. out in um, Newlands Cemetery. And interestingly, Sean has asked everybody to who tends to paint her pinkies pink. Indeed. I which ha- you have already done. Yeah. Uh, because I think you're just a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> and there's, I think there's a bit of a drag queen in you somewhere too <laughs> that just wants to get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure we'll see lots and lots of people there tomorrow um, mm. over in Newlands. Uh, you know, just a terribly sad occasion. So, Dan, hard to be uh, sort of anywhere beyond that, really. Um, But let's go to sport. Absolutely. So uh, there was actually quite a bit happening in the world of sports. Yeah, busy, busy weekend. Lots of rugby and that that other, what's that thing? The Masters. Golf, yeah, (laughs) that's it. Yeah, 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 that just complete waste of, I think I may have said it before, Dan. It's either a good walk wasted or uh, it's all those houses that could be built on those golf courses. <laughs> you know, if you look around Dublin, you're kind of going, you could build a few houses there, you could build a few houses there, you could build a few more houses there. Um, you know, do we need all these golf courses? Well, No, I just answered the question, it was a rhetorical question, but I'll answer for you anyway. No, we do not, Dan. There is no reason we should have so many golf courses. Well, I, I will, I'll respond to that and say that we have produced um, some stellar golfers on this island over the years. So. Oh, I, li- I like the way you're on this island. Uh, yeah, that's a bit kind of vague. Uh, you know, I know there's still a dispute over at least one of them. Uh, yeah, uh, I think he's still quite firmly sitting on the fence himself. Uh, so, you know, that's... Let's not just turn. Let's not turn this into uh, a nationalist debate. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it hard to kind of avoid it now. And, and you know, like I said, I really have no interest in it. Um, really, bar the hoop and the hula that goes with it, mm. uh, which I I do kind of find funny. In the sense of ah, 
that's all oh tiger's back oh my god look at him he's ever been in a car crash with his leg and he can hardly walk because he's doing brilliant and why I, I he stuck for a few bob <laughs> um, I suppose you you do from a golfing standpoint he like he's modern day you look at kind of what Arnold Palmer did for the golfing did for golf in terms of um, bringing it to the master, to the masters, to the masses, and then Tiger Woods. I suppose there's just so much um, attention. You know, all eyes are. You know, it's always Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Now the other side of that is there seems to be a kind of willful dismissal of everybody else, everything that has gone on. Um, with him outside of golf. In oh, yeah. Um, but, oh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's easily done, Dan. I mean, I think mm. that's kind of... Ah, sure, listen to Tiger Woods. Sure, listen to Grant. Back playing. It's the great. Yeah. And again, it's all about the money, Dan. Absolutely. Well, I, I would say that uh, there was uh, two Irishmen in, in, the, in the top three. Yeah, second and third. Not first, second and third. Uh, but sure... Still a great chunk. Uh, still, exactly, yeah. We cling to as much as we can get our hands on. Really, <laughs> don't we? we just go, yeah, but they're second and third. They didn't win. Well, at least it's not um, English and British media outlets claiming Irish athletes to be British. So, uh, Yeah, but it's still only second and third. Fair enough. You know, I, I'm sorry. You know, just that's second or third. It's not the winner. It's not. <laughs> it's not one of them. You know, sticking on a green jacket or anything like that. Really. Is Imagine it? what we'd be like if we if it was. Oh, I'd find like... something to give out about. <laughs> I would still find something to give out about. Absolutely no question about it whatsoever. Dan, I still wouldn't be happy. I'd be going. Oh, yeah. So, Darry, you were across the the rugby for us. Uh, well, against. I did. I, I watched as much rugby as I could this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Munster, you know, unfortunately and, and very sadly we lost to Exeter, but uh, it could have been a damn sight worse. Right, yes, that's what you, we were talking a little bit uh, about this before we came on air and you were saying that you, you got a bit lucky. Uh, we did get a bit lucky. We could have done an awful lot better as well, though. Uh, I, I think we, I, I personally think we could have won it. Um, but there was some shocking handling hers in it from both sides. Um, you know, the whole way through the game, and things improved in the second half, but, you know, okay, we can go, oh, we're lost missing loads of players, like Pearl Simon Zebo got sick just before the game, and he couldn't play, and, you know, uh, there was any number of people out. You know, Clute was out. Uh, you know, there was a long list of lads who kind of weren't there, but you're kind of mm-hmm. going, that's fine, Exeter, we're, we're missing quite a few as well. Um Interesting. But, so maybe a, a chance blown then? I think there is a bit of a chance. I think there was a bit of a chance blown. But listen, let's get them back down uh, next weekend uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, that's it. Like, you're either in or you're out. <laughs> yeah. You know, but a bit of squeaky bum time though for, for uh, Leinster as well. Uh, yeah, you were saying that that was uh, maybe a bit scoreline flattery? Yeah, a, a little. Oh, um, it was 26-21 to Leinster over yeah, Connacht on I Friday just, night. I, I just kind of, I, I think we're going to get to a point where nobody wants to play with Leinster. <laughs> you know, it's great and they're good and they're brilliant and they're deadly and all that, Like, but you know, it's kind of, oh, here we go, yeah. 
<laughs> It'd be like, who came second? Yeah, well, they could have won it if it wasn't for Leinster. If Leinster weren't so brilliant, like, you know, they're actually the true winners because Leinster are just uber, you know, it just, I, yeah. Mm. I know that doesn't make sense, but. <laughs> it doesn't really, <clears throat> no. No, and that's fine. <laughs> Grand stretch in the evenings, though, Dan, is there? <laughs> to be fair. There uh, is. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking that um, on the on the way down over the past few weeks, it has been uh, really, really bright, which has been great when it comes to actually being able to see stuff in the car. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and plus, just the weather has been uh, unkind, I think, is the best way of putting it. Mm. You know, I, I'm getting no drying done. <laughs> you know, you're kind of going, that's a grand day out there, and all of a sudden you turn around, it's raining, and, and you're going, oh, God, oh my God, I'm not going to get any clothes out in the line here. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous, Dan. Just, you know, and you're looking at the weather for, forecast for the weekend, it's not much better. Speaking of being unkind, though, actually, there was a bit of an opposite, which we'll be, we'll be chatting a little bit about later on. Uh, down in Mondello Park, we were actually very lucky with the weather. Um, down oh, there in great. Kildare over the weekend but we'll chat about uh, yeah. that I'm happy for you uh, I'm very happy for you you are listening to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM I am Dara McNicholas and I'm Dan Airy uh, Dan we have <coughs> we, we're going to have uh, David Gray up in a minute okay we're going to have a little David Boy later on mm. uh, some crowded house um, Eve Dunphy has given us uh, we won't be joining us because she's still wrapped up in her tissus uh, she's given us a track from Callow Ute Um with uh, it's called Did It Really Matter um, I'd quick listen to it yeah interesting song very or, philosophical title indeed as well yeah yeah it's bit, like, people are just probably running out words to put together really <laughs> um, but I think yeah sorry we have an interview with uh, that you did during the week with yes th- this is a follow up from uh, the article that we were discussing in the examiner with um, Conor McCauley uh, I had a chat with him to guess his perspective on his transport issues. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be talking to him later on. Lovely. Uh, I think we'll have a bit of David Gray and um, Heart and Soul. Oh, so there you have it now, Dan. Bit of uh, David Gray. Go on. Your mother picked that, didn't she? Nope. No, Mammy's Choice. Go on. I tell the truth. Sw- tell the truth. Shame the I, I'm telling you I picked that dog. Okay, where'd you find it? Um, I was actually talking to a friend um, who said they were... Uh, a fan of Dave Gray and uh, they asked me to play I think it was Sail Away and um, that song kind of came on as a result of the kind of playlist that comes from Dave Gray and just really liked it Okay so you obviously didn't like the person who asked you to play Sail Away enough to play Sail Away for them I'd be I'd be now that, uh, whoever, that could... whoever that person was I, I'm sorry I'll apologise on Dan's behalf. Um, <laughs> Sailor, where we'll be coming next week. Uh, no, I'm not going to play it now because uh, <laughs> you have dirtied your bib. Dan, I think we listened to your interview with Conor McCauley now. Thank you very much for, for taking, a, taking the time to, to chat to us today. No worries at all. So we covered um, your article in the Irish Examiner uh, last week on the show and we were curious to get um, your perspective on it. Um, so, can you talk us through what happened on uh, on the 18th of March? Yeah, of course I can. 
Um, so pretty much we were going out for a family occasion. It was my um, mom's 50th birthday, so we were all wanted to go out and have a good time. And we all, um, none of my parents pretty much wanted to drive. Um, so we just thought, oh, we have a bus outside. Why not take it like anybody else, you know? And um, we get up there. We're fine up there. An accessible bus shows up and everything's great. We have a great time. Um, and then on our way home, the problems start to, to come. So we were waiting about 20 to 25 minutes at the bus stop. That, that's fine, waiting. But then we we look and we see coming around the corner is an inaccessible bus. So bus errands still do have um, unaccessible coaches that do show up sometimes. So you're not guaranteed to get an accessible bus. So right. we were just hoping that we would get an accessible bus, but um, the coach shows up and pretty much we're, we're upset and we're not happy. I'm sort of frustrated, of course. And um, Naturally, my mom, absolutely. Yeah, then my then mum, my she gets on the bus and um, she asks the driver, you know, why, why is there not an accessible bus on? And he goes, well, I, I need you to you know, contact the depot and he just walked to the depot, which we were at a different stop. Um, so the depot was about like a 10 minute walk, say, and, you know, we shouldn't be expected to do that. It's ridiculous. And we were just a bit shocked and horrified. Um, but luckily enough, my dad didn't have a drink. So we got home. He, and I know it's not very funny, but um, he actually got on the bus and he got back to our house from the bus then he came up in our in our accessible van and um, picked us up. So we were just very lucky. But if he didn't do that and he actually had a drink, we would have been stranded. Yeah, but even on that, like it's not something that you should have to consider. Yeah. You know, ha- I, having to having to you know whether or not to drink. Like it's, I mean, it's just it's maddening. And even even to take it back, like you said, you were waiting twenty minutes at the bus stop. Yeah, we were waiting twenty minutes at the bus stop. Um, it was a bank holiday Friday, so that's one thing I could say about that. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, usually the service would be actually a lot quicker, so I can't, I can't blame them on that. <laughs> and you mentioned being upset about the whole thing naturally. Um, and I would imagine it, it's not the not the first time it, it's happened to you, nor myself. I've been through um, similar situations. But how does that whole experience make you feel in terms of it just feels like it, it's a consistent um, battle for, for those with disability? Yeah, I think you're exactly right with what you say there. It is a continuous battle for people with disabilities. I just think them not having the facilities, it makes you sad. It makes you not want to go places, even though I think they should be a requirement. And as I did say in the article, I, I feel like every single rural town should have an accessible bus mm. going to their local town, pretty much, you know, because where I live, to get, places or to, to go to shops and stuff like that, you need to get the bus to get there. So I think that's so important. And I know people do give out about Dublin bus and, uh, and stuff, but at least all their buses are accessible. You know, 
I'm only 40 minutes down the road and all the bus air and buses aren't accessible so it's, it's really mad to, to think yeah absolutely 100% and I, I we were talking as I said earlier on uh, about it last week and one of the um, solutions Dara w- was talking about was buying um, accessible accessible buses in, in terms of buying them and, and building them and so on in, in in your opinion, what practical um, steps need to be taken to progress things forward? Well, I think a big meeting with um, disabled people and bus airing needs to be had. I, I feel as though when you don't have a, a person with maybe a disability, you know, working for bus airing and they know what people with disabilities actually need, I think that's really not great to be honest but I feel like there needs to be a team put in place for people with disabilities to come together and be a team and have some type of say at post areas because we're the ones that actually know mm. what we go through and, and how we travel to places you know a lot of people who work don't have that experience so we need to be in there and we need to do that and I, and I also think Dara's point was very good of buying more accessible buses. I, I do feel as though the coaches need to be discontinued at this point. Um, right. They're a couple of years old now, so I, I don't think there's really any sort of excuse to say they need to keep them. And It's 2022 now, you know, people with disabilities, and for me as a wheelchair user, it's not good enough in this day and age, and there's no excuses anymore. We're 2022, just no excuses really. Absolutely, couldn't agree with you more on that. And actually, funny enough that you mentioned that because um, in a statement we we read it out last week, Bus Aaron essentially um, saying that they're sorry for for your experience and that the route should have been served um, by accessible vehicles. What what are your thoughts on on Bus Aaron's response? To be honest, um, Bus Aaron actually invited me to chat with them privately, and I'm hoping to do that um, very soon. But um, to be honest, their response wasn't really that great of a response. Um, I've seen a lot of times the bus goes right by my estate, so I can see if coaches are there or an accessible bus is there. And mm. a lot of the times there has been coaches later later at night, so say on weekdays or weekends around the 7 or 8 o'clock mark. Um, there's been coaches on so I don't know if I can technically really believe that as in I don't know I just don't know maybe do they not have enough buses to do that and there's yeah I really I really don't know it was a sort of hard statement because as I as I said like I've seen coaches coming up and down the road and to me I feel like there's no really excuse for that you know yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Well, do let us know how you, how you got on um, with that meeting with Buzz Aaron. That 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 sounds promising. Um, at, at least that that's some sort of some sort of progress. Um, Colin, before we let you go, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting to you again. Where can people find you? Yeah, so people can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Con Macaulay. And you can 
sort of find all my stuff there and you'll see my link tree with all the other projects that I've done. So, yeah, you can find me there. Brilliant stuff. Listen, thank you very much. There you have it, Dan. Uh, Callow Ute and, uh, <clears throat> well, did it really matter? I quite like that, actually. Indeed, likewise. Yeah, I was a bit humming and hawing about it earlier on, but I, I do, uh, Manchester band, uh, R.I.C.A. <laughs> <coughs> Died in the wool, that sort of type thing. Uh, I thought they were very good. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you very much, Neil Dunphy, uh, for uh, coming to our aid again. Another great track. Another crack, another crack and tune. Um, yeah, Absolutely. no, definitely. Uh, Neve, we need you back and uh, for lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of lots and lots of mm, more music, really. Indeed, and celebrations given the fact that she'll have completed her thesis by, the, by that time. Jason, let's hope it'll be over then. I just felt obliged to stick that in. Uh, I am Darren McNicholas. And I am Dan Airy. Dan, where can people find us? You can find us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Dan and Dara Do Ability. You can also get in touch with us via email at Dan and Dara do really at gmail.com And you, Dan, where can I find you? You can find me at Dan underscore Airy on Instagram and airycommunications.ie airycommunications on Instagram as well and Facebook too. Smashing. You'll find me at mcnicholasmedia.ie or on Facebook and, and such places. Uh, for all your digital marketing needs, give us a shout there. Yeah, you know, build website built, give us a shout. I'm your man. Dara right. is your man. Dara is, Dara is the man. Dan, shall we talk about the ILMI? Indeed. The Independent Living Movement Ireland. Got it right this week, Dan. Absolutely. Whoop, whoop. Yep, thank you very much. So, um, we've been talking about their 30 days of action mm-hmm. um, over the past while, and they launched their campaign over the past week. Yeah, and I have to say it's very good. It certainly is. Uh, very clever, um, very well put together, very consistent, uh, good message. Uh, you know, so whoever's doing it, hats off, well done. Um, Absolutely. A lot of work went into that uh, and not by accident either. And it's kind of, it it works on kind of all platforms in that it, it's up on social media. It's, it's probably bare dark platforms because people can't get their wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> because all the lifts are broken. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Just saying, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Any opportunity to get start. Uh, sorry, Dan. Yeah, let's get back to independent moving. Um, I can't even say, I can't write the first of it. Shut me bloody mouth. So we... we I'm away home. We, we've put together a, a selection of the participants um, in the campaign this week. Uh, first off, we had Anne-Marie Flanagan um, from County Clare. She said a PA provides her with choice and control and dignity and privacy in her life and allows her to parent equally, work, pay taxes and pay the mortgage and also to contribute to society on an equal basis. We had our friend Paddy Slattery uh, from Offaly who said he wouldn't be able to call himself a filmmaker without a PA, wouldn't be able to achieve his goals for the future without a PA either. Um, and very interesting man, uh, Paddy. If you want to um, catch our chat with him, you can um, on all platforms at Dan and Dara Doability. Yeah, and I suppose having 
kind of had a little bit of in, the, the little bit of insight we've had into Paddy and uh, meeting his PA actually, who has been very much his right hand man mm. um, when it came to the directing and stuff like that. You know, like he said, it, 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 he won't be able to achieve that without having a PA. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to start getting cross, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> just no, I don't want to get cross. That's, uh, but I, I suppose, like you said, we've had we've had first a hand experience of seeing what um, Paddy is capable capable of and I suppose the the seamless nature of having um a PA like David. Well absolutely Dan I mean, you know, all um, things being equal, hopefully we're gonna be sitting here at some stage or not, as the case may be, and going, well, listen, look at all Dan's achieved. Now that you finally got your PA or sorted out. You know, that's mm. I think that's just that's the point. Yeah. Uh, you know, without that, without the PA hours, and and a, a very one of the other quotes here was uh, Shelley Gaynor. Yes, uh, PA exercises her arms and legs. That's perfectly fine, but PAs are not carers. Yeah, and that's a huge thing. Absolutely, and that's certainly something that um, resonated with me personally because that that was kind of uh, a key element of uh, my campaign at the time was. Around PAs being PAs, yeah, and essentially, as Shelley has said, being an extension of arms and legs. Yeah, that's it. Simple as that. Um, and I think the the, the full effect of um, what a what a PA can do is also felt uh, through. Um, Bernie Hoban's uh, account of it. She says her her PA support has dissipated with age, but it's as important to her as the air she breathes. It helps her engage, participate, and contribute to a life worth living. It's life giving, and I think that is. There's nothing really else to be said. I no, I think I that mean, says. That says all you need to, all yeah, you need, all yeah, you need the, to yeah, know. Really. You, yeah, uh, are you not happy with uh, what we just said? But there you go. I think that <laughs> just kind of very much kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I see your point. Um, yeah, and we've seen it, kind of time and time again. Um, you know, I mean, even Connor there talking about uh, transport. And mm. not being able to get around and having to rely on family and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, because the bus may or may not turn up, or that turns up may or may not be accessible. Um, you know, so uh, uh, we have lots of examples, I suppose. I, I can't, I, I'd love to go, oh, well, do you remember what so-and-so said? Because they're not here to talk talk for themselves and I don't want to be talking for them. Yeah. But, like, we, we've come across it so often. And I, I suppose that's the thing that, that gets at me quite a bit about this is that it's consistently and continuously the same issue. I, I suppose in in various guises depending on on needs, but I suppose the fundamental 
foundations are are the same. I don't know if you'd, you'd agree with that. No, I would. I would. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite simple. It is. It's just... Uh, did you mention Patrick Flanagan? Indeed, he was. He was another um, uh, availer of a PA service, and he was actually somebody we mentioned during the. That's what I was, I was uh, wondering. Actually, is he the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who got his wheelchair uh, battered. Mm. Uh, he said it allows him to that everybody. Um, rel- in one way or another can rely on others at different points in their lives but for him a PA allows him to choose who he relies on and how as yeah, well yeah very important I suppose and that's something that you're going to hopefully experience as well though Dan is the whole sort of uh, getting a PA yeah <clears throat> and the importance of it just not it's not just uh, yeah it's not just the body Absolutely, it's kind of, and the importance around actually being able to, you know, get on with each other, I suppose, and well, yeah. uh, and kind of work in, in that way and work together and work as a, I, I suppose one of the, one of the fundamental things for me um, throughout my time that I have had a PA is that we're working together, like it's under... It is, yes, under my direction, but it's very much a team effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Dan, <coughs> excuse me, I think we'll have a little bit of an ad break, will we? Indeed. Keep Station happy and... Uh, Keep our sponsors the, happy. Yeah, all the people who really care. You are listening to Dublin South FM on 93.9. この番組は地域密着型を目指しています。You wouldn't buy a car without knowing its history. So why would you buy a story without knowing who's telling it? Come here and I tell you. It's not always easy to verify what you see, read or hear. But now, there's help. Visit www.bmediasmart.ie Stop. Think. Check. Be Media Smart. Brought to you by Media Literacy Ireland. Supported by RTE. Hi. I'm Aeon. Hi, I'm Isabella. What's your favourite show? The Power of Dreams. When is it on? Wednesdays from 12 to 1 on Dublin South FM. Okay, that's our Wednesday sorted. Howdy folks, it's Ray M here, letting you know that you can join me each Friday evening for Country Sounds right here on Dublin South FM. I am a lineman for the county. Each Friday from 6pm, Country Sounds is going to bring you the very best in classic and contemporary Irish and American country music. So why not join me each Friday evening from 6 to 7pm right here on Dublin South FM for Ray M's Country Sounds. Sometimes you might forget, but every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So next time you meet up, just take a step back. Let's all keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you cough or sneeze, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to be one in more than a million because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. 
from the HSE. Everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. You are indeed listening to Dan and Darren Dublin South FM. I am Darren McNicholas. And I'm Dan Aaron. Uh, yeah, David Bowie there. I just, you know, uh, I kind of was listening to music today this afternoon when I was in the studio and I just kind of went, oh, <laughs> that's a 2018 re- remastered version of that. Uh, and I kind of went, yeah, a bit of that. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 it's pretty good. I wouldn't be a huge Bowie fan, but. I was just thinking it wouldn't <clears throat> have been the first time that would have come to mind when, when yeah I know yeah but uh, yeah we're, 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 we're having it we're keeping it we're, we're, we're sticking it in absolutely yeah so Dan you were vrum 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 mm. over the weekend um, in letting my um, inner petrol head petrol head loose um, yeah well you can get a cream for that you'll be fine <laughs> uh, we were down in Mondello Park so in, I was going to say what took there. you down there, but I'd be expecting you wish you retort like the van. <laughs> uh, so I won't. But what brought you down there? Uh, so my dad's cousin um, races cars um, and races quite regularly, actually, down in in uh, Mondello. Right. And uh, invited us down. So it was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Um, I hadn't. I think the last time I was there was probably. Childhood, maybe like for a birthday party or something, maybe like eighteen years ago or something. Right. Like that. Okay. I never. I was never in it actually myself. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was such a cool experience just to because I suppose um, knowing my dad's cousin Wolf is his name. Sorry. Wolf is my dad's cousin name. Wolf. Uh, <laughs> That's real name one he made up. <laughs> uh, no, it's real name. Okay, fair enough. Just asking, asking for a friend. Um, yeah, so he, knowing him, we were able to get into, um, the pits and the paddock and everything. So get to go around and, and look at all the cars. And I suppose he had all the knowledge and, and things like that. And just being able to be like up close and personal with the, with the cars was really cool. Um, and the noise as well. It was pretty cool. I, I, um, you'll be able to see a few videos that we were able to take uh, on my Instagram, uh, Dan underscore But yeah, no, it was um, great fun. And they've gotten um, other events in June and August because there's different classes. Um, so he he races historic little. Funnily enough, I, I kid you not, they are called midgets. Yeah, MG Cars. midgets, yeah. The, yeah. Are the MGs are definitely midgets, yeah. MG midgets, yeah. Um, so he races those and they're all in different classes. And um, he, the his class event is in August, but they're racing again in, in June. Uh, I suppose, stupid question, what were the facilities like? Um, they were good. I mean, the viewing that we that we got w- was good. I mean, ideal. It would have been ideal if there was kind of different platforms. 
I, I there was kind of one um, main platform that was actually quite big along the the main straight, but just maybe in the paddock itself, if there was the same kind of platform that would be able to raise you up, because you're kind of looking through fences yeah. a lot of the time for, well, understandably for safety and all that, but just... Yeah, keep you away from the cars. <laughs> exactly. Could somebody please get Daniel Airy off the... Yeah, no, Dan, it's a wheelchair and a car. <laughs> yeah. Um... But no, generally, generally it was it was good. We we kind of, we would um, we we've learned a couple of uh, I I think we we prepared ourselves the same way that we we would prep ourselves for for a rugby match. Right. If if we were if we were going down next time, so um, hot whiskeys and and hot chocolates and. Yeah, the and, important stuff because it is, it is. There's a lot of standing around. Um, and going, <laughs> and nothing for about kind of five minutes. Well, no, in fairness, they they did have a pretty steady stream of of uh, of races throughout the course of the day. Yeah, I know, but in between cars, it's going to be you know, as long as takes them to do yum 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 yum. There's nothing for kind of a minute or two until the cars kind of come like yum 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 yum. Yes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, great experience, lovely Dan. Time is going to kick us uh, into teeth here again um, today. Um, and as we said earlier, this show has been dedicated to um, Megan, um, yes. Megan McGookin, uh, McGookin. McGookin uh, yeah mm. before I make a complete ass myself um, you know who sadly passed away and uh, our thoughts are with Sean um, Sean O'Kelly as well uh, you know um, can't really kind of understand really what you're going through we are here for you yeah absolutely and uh, hopefully we'll see everybody tomorrow um, I have been Darren McNicholas I'm Dan Airy next up we have Ray M's Country Sounds we're going to play it with a bit of Crowded House <laughs>